0: Your radio sisters I'm Rachel I'm Bo And I'm Allie Kat Well we're singers, songwriters, and sisters And if you're curious about the creative process like we are Stick around right here Each week you'll hear inspiring stories and interviews From the world's biggest stars and most creative minds You'll take away artistic gems to fuel your own creative process And get that project started already Or get the mojo to keep on going That's right It's time for the Mulberry Lane Show Hey guys, it's Allie with your radio sisters, Rachel and Beau, and we're so happy you're spending time with us today. Okay, so, question Are you an overthinker? Yeah. <laughs> Do you overthink decisions and you sometimes end up doing nothing at all? Well, it's called Analysis to Paralysis. We're all guilty of it, and we want to help you get over it. Yes, Rachel, and these guests have figured out how to be more action-oriented and adventure-oriented. <laughs> Let's get to it, sisters. Woo! The Mulberry Lane Show's on. Celebrity story songs. You're gonna have it going on when we tell you who's stopping by now. Up first today, the band Our Lady Peace. Rain Maida, front man of the band, is here. Now, Our Lady Peace is one of Canada's most successful alternative rock bands and they're coming through the Midwest this weekend. They're going to be at Sturcove in Council Bluffs and The Starlight in Kansas City. Today you're going to hear from Rain all things Our Lady Peace. You're going to hear some awesome advice on how to work your creative muscle because he says it is a muscle indeed. True that. And if you didn't know, he's also married to the singer-songwriter with the beautiful voice, Chantal Krevyazic. Now, the two of them have three boys together. And today, Rain tells you how you can parent and still keep the rock and roll in your life. I love it. <laughs> OK, guys, then you'll hear from Brian Newell of Sister Hazel. Now, you know them from this song. and this one. What you may not know is Sister Hazel has been called one of the top 100 most influential independent performers of the last 15 years, and you're gonna hear exactly why they're called that. These guys are entrepreneurial, adventurous, and you guys can get in on the adventure as well. So hear all about what the band's been up to, and they're going to be at the Royal Grove in Lincoln this weekend. Now, Sister Hazel calls their fan base Hazelnuts, so if you're not already, you just might turn into a Hazelnut today. <laughs> Ryan also gives some top door advice on how to get along with your coworkers. In his case, it's his bandmates. And he said the number one thing is to give each other creative space. Yes, and it took them 14 years to figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> Take that advice today, and you'll be ahead of the game. Rachel. All right, finally, you'll hear from British actor Jack Bannon now he plays Alfred Pennyworth in the new epic series called Pennyworth all about Batman's butler before he was Batman's butler so you'll hear the behind the scenes of the series and guys he almost did not audition for this role because he was feeling down on himself and down on the business so if you find yourself in this situation in your life Jack has some inspiring words to help you keep chugging along yeah sometimes you have to ignore those inner feelings and just dive in and take those chances. Before we get into the show, We got to share some personal news about our parents' dog. Yes, our parents' dog, Lucky, has always been a staple at Mulberry Lane headquarters. That's right. He'd always be there greeting us when we came and went. He's been there through weddings, Christmas parties, and all the everyday days. And he's been there as we've recorded many of our songs in the home studio. And a lot of our Facebook videos as well. He'd just be sitting quietly in the corner. Just right out of frame. And sometimes in frame. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Lucky's a Sheltie and he passed the rainbow bridge earlier this week if you've gone through this we want to extend a hug to you we know what you're going through. And of course, it's so hard to feel that empty void in the family that a dog always fills up. So true. Especially our dad, because as much as we love Lucky, Lucky was Frank's dog. <laughs> yes, he was. And as sad as we were, we did celebrate Lucky with a pizza party and Lucky Bucket beer. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we're not sure which feeling is stronger. Missing Lucky or being so grateful that God blessed us with such a beautiful dog. Mm-hmm. We'll always love our Lucky. Okay, sisters, well, the show must go on. And on the other side of the break, you're going to meet Ray Maida of the Canadian rock band Our Lady Peace. He's coming up next, so keep hanging right here with your radio sisters. We've always got your back. We'll meet you back here on the Mulberry Lane Show right around the corner. I'm Bo, here with my sisters Rachel and Allie. This segment is brought to you by Braddock Finnegan Dermatology, Advanced Comprehensive Medical, Surgical, and Cosmetic Dermatologic Care. Braddockfinnegan.com It's your creative fueling station, The Mulberry Lane Show. Glad you're here with us. This is Allie, along with my sisters Rachel and Beau. Let's jump back in. Well, Our Lady Peace, one of Canada's most successful alt rock bands, is swooping through the Midwest this weekend at Harrah's in Council Bluffs and at the Starlight in Kansas City. Now, Rain Maida from the group joins your weekend now to chat the latest music, somethingness, and what you can expect from the band and the ultimate tour. Welcome, welcome to the show, Rain Maida of Our Lady Peace.
1: That is a first. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) That's my favorite intro.
0: Good to hear it. We like to be the first. So what can fans expect from these tour stops?
1: Oh, I mean, the tour has been pretty phenomenal so far. I feel like if I was a fan of any of these bands, Uh you want to get there early. And, I mean, it's just song after song. I hate saying the word hit, but it's just great song after great song. It's pretty phenomenal. I sat and watched the show probably almost every night, you know, it's just, just amazing. So
0: you're a fan too?
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I was I was a huge fan of Live growing up, and we played with Bush a bunch and, uh-huh. and a fan of a bunch of their songs, and then to see those two bands, it's just the musician shift. Like, it's such an mm-hmm. amazing show. It's cool. There's, there's nothing, like, nostalgia about it. It's just, like, three bands go out there and really bring it every night.
0: That's <laughs> so awesome. Right. So now, Somethingness, you know, what are the messages in this album that are different from messages in your earlier music
1: it's probably like going more back to the beginning for okay. me, you know when i think of like some of the more abstract stuff from the beginning. it's funny it's, it's like after 23 years you think someone in our band would have found themselves especially me but still searching
0: <laughs> still searching well you know what i think that's a lot of our experiences because i don't know that you ever really feel like you grow up
1: yeah, especially being a musician. I think that's the benefit of being an artist as uh-huh. a career. It's like you have that ability and kind of you're fortunate to be able to keep searching. You know, I don't have to get up and go sling hash somewhere. So let my mind wander, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So now,
0: are you more creative when you're actually on the road or do you find yourself Needing to get away somewhere solitary, and that's where you meet your creativity.
1: I just kind of reinvented that for, my wife and I just started a project called Moon vs. Sun.
0: And you're talking about your wife's singer-songwriter, Chantel Creviazzi.
1: Yeah, and we made a documentary and an album together, and it's just about to come out in the U.S. We did that. We went to this little French island and basically isolated ourselves for a few weeks away from everything, from, like, dogs and kids in Los Angeles and
2: How did you do that? How are you able to yeah, do that? Yeah,
1: we shouldn't have, so it was <laughs> bad, but... Um, you see that stress of like all that stuff being left at home and aside in the dock but like as an artist that is an incredible thing to do and sometimes because everyone has home studios now and you feel like you can make music anywhere you tend not to do that as much anymore but I think with the next OLP stuff we'll probably try to do something like that as well because there's nothing like being creative in an isolated space there's a bit of pressure on it but it's also it's like you let your mind be free you're much more open and when your phone's ringing or you gotta pick up a kid or something from school like it's just a distraction right so you want So now limit was that
0: a things. big effort to actually be able to get away for a couple of weeks just the two of you as you know it had to have a lot of planning on the front end <laughs> And we understand because you know being in a band and having this radio show with our sisters and when we try to do something that isolates us it affects the whole family, like you guys, you know, if you're together, it's not like you meeting another bandmate who has another situation, you know, you and your wife are in the same situation, so.
1: Yeah, well, what happened was we wrote this song about five years ago, like late one night in our studio called I Love It When You Make Me Beg, (laughs) and Chantal and I kind of just looked at each other like, this is really pretty spectacular and special in terms of just how fast it came out, how we felt about the song and chords Uh and lyrics and everything, we're just like, whoa, okay, let's just do this. A couple times over the next few months, every week, and, you know, we'll have an album. And, you know, soon enough, five years later, not one of the It just didn't happen.
0: No, it I totally happen. get so, that.
1: Yeah, so that was it. We were like, okay, if we don't, and, and a friend of ours really had to convince us, was like, if you guys don't get as far away, and we literally traveled like 4,000 miles to France to do this thing, but that's what we had to do to make it happen. Otherwise, I think what was happening was like, we were starting to have those real deep regrets as artists, like, this is never going to happen, and what it wastes. So it was tough, but like I said, the documentary actually speaks speaks to showing the songwriting in that process. But it also shows like the stress of like, damn, we're four thousand miles away from our kids, and there's stress on that, and it's, right. it's really difficult. But it all adds to the music. Well, so, you
0: know, it's almost like you had to do something drastic
1: to, to get
0: the train back on the tracks, basically. Yep, rolling along in this interview with Rain Maida of Canadian rock band Our Lady Peace here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Okay, so you're you're together in France. Did you love what came out?
1: Yeah, it's amazing. We released it in Canada just a few weeks ago, and even just from the documentary, like, and people reply to Chantel" to me, but like, just the relationship stuff and how that process weaves its way into being artists together. Like, it's all about collaboration, right, on any level, and so the engagement led by fans and. Like, they see themselves in it, right? i They sure. see themselves in the uh, in the documentary and, like, some of the stuff that we go through. And nothing's like, no one cheats on someone else and we don't break up, but it's, like, it's a struggle of being artists, being in a relationship, being parents. with all that stuff.
3: daily
0: life, yeah. And then it is. And you had to make yourselves vulnerable to be able to share, that. share this. Was that a hard step for you guys to actually say, okay, we <laughs> are going to release this?
1: Yeah, I mean, 10 years ago, I would have never done it. But right. at this point, it's like, you know, we've been together long enough. And, and like you said, it's what everyone goes through. And I think that's what we're finding. Like, everyone's being like, oh, my God, okay. <laughs> like, I get it now. Like, well, I'm going through this in my relationship. Or my husband and I try to work together, and it's stressful and it's hard. What I like is when people are like, okay, this is cool. The best comment I've heard is someone came up to us after a screening we did in LA. I was like... I feel normal again. Thank you. Yeah, so it normalize it's just normalizes normal. it, which is good.
0: When you viewed the documentary for the first time, did you guys learn something about your relationship or yourselves just watching
1: it? Oh God, yeah. We, we kind of know our thing, and we've been in like marriage coaching for the last eleven years. I think. Okay. So we went into a session with our marriage coach to kind of like do a bit of a tune-up because we knew it was going to be tough, and it didn't work. It was still terrible over on the <laughs> island, but. Um, <laughs> So I I mean, it's like you you can prepare whatever it's more about when you're in it, being able to have a little bit of self-awareness, I think Uh that's like the main thing. It's tough.
0: Just to kind of interject this, it's moon versus sun. And if they want to see the documentary, how do people find it?
1: I mean, if you're in Canada, I was going to find it so you listen on internet radio, guys. It's pretty easy, but in America, it'll be out in the fall. There's a trailer online you can watch and you can preview some videos, the album and the documentary for the fall. And right? all of
0: that is under the name Moon vs. Sun?
1: Yeah, the documentary's called I'm Gonna Break Your Heart.
0: There's a song called that too?
1: There is, yeah. Okay.
0: okay. To be continued on the other side of the break, more with Rain Maida of Our Lady Peace here on the Mulberry Lane Show, your place for some rock star advice taking it a break with the Our Lady Peace hit, Somewhere Out There. Dr. Mary Finnegan of Braddock Finnegan Dermatology is here to tell you about Aqua Gold. So Aqua Gold is a small vial that has small stainless steel needles that are finer than a human hair in which we can leave Product in the surface of the skin. The procedure takes about 15
1: minutes for the whole face. It gives a very dewy look, an airbrushed look. There's mild redness, otherwise no downtime at all.
0: Aqua Gold at Braddock Finnegan Dermatology. That's BraddockFinnegan.com. Your weekend getaway. Glad you're hanging out here on the Mulberry Lane Show. I'm Bo here with my sisters Rachel and Allie. If you tuned into part one, you heard all about Rain Mata and Our Lady Peace. Their upcoming concert this weekend, Harrah's in Council Bluffs and Starlight in Kansas City. You heard in the first part of the interview all about the OLP summer tour and a little bit about the project with his wife, singer-songwriter Chantel Kreviazik. We're going to jump back in and chat more about that upcoming project with Rain Maida of Our Lady Peace right here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Now you and Chantel, as husband-wife artists, have many pressure points in that your husband and wife, you parent together, and then you both have your individual creative lives. So, you know, how have you been able to give each other space for your own creativity, but yet still keep everything moving forward in all those different aspects?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a juggling act, right? Like, you know, we built a home studio here in L.A. 12 years ago that is like, it's pretty phenomenal. So we've been making records here, and I think that helps because... Uh the guys they kind of come here we stay here we record even right now we're working with Dave Siddick from Kiva Under Radio on an OLP song and he's an LA like that definitely takes stress off right. because two of the guys in the band don't have kids and they're kind of more mobile which right. helps uh-huh. um, it's carving out time like this tour has been amazing because like it's easy to kind of just make a record but if you want to make something great it takes a little bit more effort and I think what this tour does is like okay the fans deserve it like the relationships we build or built, especially in the U.S. over the last, you know, 15, 16 years. It's really special. And so I think everyone's really energized to do that. And like you said, it takes a little bit more like sitting down with a calendar, which we never used to do, but (laughs) that's part of life, right? We
0: hear you. Something you said earlier, which is another question I have about you and uh, your wife. You said as a musician, or maybe Rachel said it, but it is a little bit harder to grow up. How do you guys do you take turns at being grown up? How do you, how do you do that? How do you parent and still keep the rock and roll alive? Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
1: it's funny. Like when when your kids are being <laughs> head, that's when I like I'm not an artist anymore. I'm not a musician. <laughs> I am like I'm able to turn it on and off. But okay. our kids know, so they take advantage of it, which is I kind of like to be honest. Like we try to be pretty structured, but. It
0: doesn't come cr- easy when you're creative. That I just you.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of creativity in, in our life. But I think even like as parents and as people, like so into the brain science of your creative brain versus your more traditional critical thinking brain. And, and it is a balance between the critical and the creative. And I think, you know, even the schools we try to send our kids like it's all about that for us. So yeah. does that mean, yeah, the kids aren't going to bed at the same time every night? Yeah, like. But right. who cares? Like, I, we're just we're just on a different path as people anyway.
0: Right. And yeah. you know what? You have to accept that it looks different for you, too, and not judge yourself for that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think we're, we've finally, we're pretty good at that, where it's like, hey, we know we're a little bit, we're outliers. But living in L.A., there's, there's a lot of people that give you validation because they're doing it differently as right. well, and it, that's what it is, man. It's, at least we've got away from all the traditional stuff. And you want each kid to kind of follow their own life force, and it's not like, hey, everyone's going to the same school because it's in the neighborhood. It's like, what's best for this kid? Right.
0: Wow. Yes. I love that. Yes. So now one of the purposes of our show is to make sure our listeners stays in touch with their creativity. And a lot of people can't be touring and you know with a rock band, but a lot of people listening do have their creative outlets. So you guys have managed to juggle family life with creativity. What advice would you have for someone that maybe has given up playing guitar or painting Because life demands become too much.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I think you have to look at it like your creative brain is a muscle. And so you got to get back into it. Like if you did paint or you did graphic design, it's funny. Even parenting, I think, like, you can take a creative slant on that, right? There's so many great books out there that just help understand, like, yeah, you you know, to be a parent these days, you actually have to be creative. So you are using that. and It's just finding those touch points within your own lives. I do think that people... If you think you've lost your creativity, you haven't. It's, it's there, but you definitely need to find ways to re-tap into it and takes a little bit of work like anything. Like the first time you, you haven't run for 10 years and you go for a three-mile jog, it's going to hurt. Right. But <laughs> it's kind of the same with, with your creative side. You know, it's not going to be easy at first, but once you get moving, I think it's it's pretty amazing what it does. Because I see with our kids, right, They because they've just kind of grown up around music. Like They come home stressed after school or something's going on, and we, they didn't even want to talk about it. We'll just find one of our kids like playing piano, and like uh-huh. that's way better than Ritalin, way right. better than like the alternative So like that's where you know, even for your kids' sake, you know, as adults, it's like you have got to find that balance of crazy. You got to model house. it
0: for the kids, and when they see that's, you doing, they don't, it, they don't listen. The you're
1: yeah. right; that's so right. They don't listen; they watch, and yeah. they see you doing it. They'll do it.
0: Yeah. If you're just joining, Rain Maida of Our Lady Peace talking about music and real life here on the Mulberry Lane Show. So what's
1: ahead for OLP? We're going in with Dave Siddick tomorrow, who's like, I think I've always been like a huge TV on the radio fan, and he's the guitar player and writer and producer in that band, but he also produces for, I think he just did the new Group Love record, and
0: okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and, you know, Beyonce, he's just literally a mad genius, and I love working with this guy, uh-huh. and so we're working on a song uh, titled Stop Making Stupid People Famous. He seems, <laughs> yeah, he's pretty jazzed about, and like I think we're all really excited about it. So it's kind of the start of like the next OLP album, but to okay. work with Dave is pretty pretty special. So How fun! I
0: love that. Yeah. A great love title. Title. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then, when the documentary comes out in the states, and and your stuff with your wife comes out, you got to come back, and we'll talk with both of you.
1: We'll be coming through. Okay. okay. I look forward to it. Awesome. Thank you, guys.
0: Thanks, Rain. Rain Maida of Our Lady Peace. This weekend at Harrah's and Council Bluffs in Starlight in Kansas City. Next up, it's all for you. Ryan Newell of Sister Hazel joins your weekend next, right here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Stay tuned for more creative mojo with your radio sisters right after this. Here's Rain Maida with Our Lady Peace. Do you wear that you're not liked. How long till you break? You're happy cause you smile. But how am I- with the mulberry lane show and did you know you can be a part of our free email list every week where you'll get more sister fun links to archived radio shows tips on creativity for your life and real connection all you have to do is text the word mulberry to the number 22828 and then you enter in your email so join the free mulberry lane email newsletter and we'll land in your inbox once a week text the word mulberry to 22828 Get fueled up right here with brand new ideas. Thanks for hanging out with your radio sisters. I'm Rachel, here with Bo and Allie. Let's get back to it. Well, guys, you know them from their song, All For You. The band Sister Hazel has been called one of the top 100 most influential independent performers of the last 15 years. And they're coming to Lincoln this weekend at the Royal Grove. So catch up right now with guitarist Ryan Newell about the new music and all things Sister Hazel. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the show Ryan Newell of Sister Hazel
2: That was awesome
0: Thank you, <laughs> so good to have you
2: I need to take you guys everywhere I go so I have a soundtrack
0: That's right, we can sing you on wherever you go yeah. <laughs> Alright, well you guys have just recently released a series of concept EPs called Elements, so talk about what you know prompted that and the latest in that series
2: Well, I think you know, we wanted to put music out a lot more often. It's kind of hard when you, you wave years between CDs and then you put out a CD that has, you know, 12, 13 songs on it. Instead, we decided to go in the studio sporadically and record, you know, six to seven songs at a time and then just put them out. We decided about two years ago that we were going to put four of them out. And we linked them all together thematically. The series is called Elements. First one was water, and then we have fire. The latest one we have is earth. Okay. A cool thing about it is, at the end of each EP, there's about a 60-second song, and if you buy all four EPs, you'll notice that all the songs go together to form one giant. Super song.
0: <laughs> oh, cool, is that? <laughs> yeah. So now you guys have always been really creative and you haven't really followed the formula. You know, you guys were probably the first group to do the rock cruises. So how do you get these ideas and then how do you know which ones to follow?
2: Through trial and error, you know, we've tried a bunch of different things. It's funny you say about being forward thinking, you know, we're an older band. We started out in the 90s and when we first got signed to a major label, we asked for some money to make a website and they told us that that was just a fad. Oh. <laughs> so we've always kind of been ahead of the curve on being creative and trying to, you know, create events for our fans. Like you said, right. we started the Rock Boat, which is our cruise, and we've been doing that, you know, the next cruise will be our 20th year.
0: And, you know, and a lot uh, of bands are doing that now, but back then when you I, started, was it the same thing about the website? Like, why are you doing this? This is,
2: oh yeah, this will never um, work. You know, as it started growing, we would try to get some bigger bands to play with us. They thought we were crazy. They didn't want to be on a cruise ship with all their fans because they thought it would be like just a madhouse. But uh-huh. we created an environment where, you know, all the musicians, they get as much free time as they want, or they can hang out with the, the audience if they want. And it's been great for us. Now everyone does it. Everyone right. does a cruise. but yeah. so we've been really involved in creating our own charity. We have weekend excursions. It's called Hazelnut Hang where we go to Isle of Palms for the weekend and play on the beach for three days. I think we're going to try to start doing it again. We called it the Rock Slope. We had a ski trip in uh, Steamboat, Colorado, and people would ski all day, and then the concerts would be at night. And that one was hard. We're taking a break from it because we got to figure out how to how to keep people awake after they've been skiing all day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you're just joining us, Ryan Newell of Sister Hazel is crashing your weekend, telling you all about what Sister Hazel's up to, including their fan adventures. You must have come to the conclusion that your fan base likes adventure.
2: Oh, they love it. It's funny you bring that up, because we just started a new concept. We have a song called The Great Escape, and now we're doing excursions called The Great Escape with Sister Hazel. And the very first one, we're going whitewater rafting right outside of Denver.
0: And that's the night before the Lincoln concert, right?
2: I don't, I don't have my calendar.
0: That's okay. We know your calendar better than you do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're doing different excursions with our fans. You can find out about all this stuff on sisterhazel.com. I think the next one we're doing is rafting and boating in Lake Travis uh, in Austin, Texas. And then the next one after that, we're going caving.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, oh great
2: in uh, Tennessee you know we try to put some events together and get our audience together and so they feel more like a family and we're kind of like the soundtrack you know
0: you yourselves must be outdoorsy guys adventurous guys
2: some of us are okay I'm more of a indoors type person but I do have an adventurous side so I'm looking forward to Getting out there and doing some crazy things.
0: So you tap into that for these things. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's your decision-making process between the guys in the band? Is there a final decision maker, or do you just kind of discuss things? How do you do that?
2: We're very democratic, almost to a fault. Okay. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it works against us because we have, you know, a stalemate. But. We're all actively involved in the creative process, and usually what happens, depending on what it is, someone will have a passion for it, someone will want to run with it, and the rest of us just need to get out of the way and, okay. and let that person do it. And depending on the strengths or weaknesses or interests of the guys in the band, it all ends up being pretty even on uh, sharing the creativity.
0: So now, is that something that you've learned over time is to, you know, get out of each other's way? You know, there's a lot of trust that goes into that when yeah. you get out of someone's way and just let them run with it.
2: It took us about maybe 14 years to learn that <laughs> lesson. I mean, we used to almost get in fistfights over tambourine parts in the studio. Okay. It was ridiculous. Yeah. to fight over everything. We learned to pick your battles and follow the passion, whoever has the passion for it, you know, let them run with it. And then at the end of the day, everyone sits down and usually says, that's great, or maybe we need to work on a little bit more. Yeah, we try to follow each other's strengths.
0: You know, I think the fact that everyone gets to indulge their own passions and their creativities, it keeps them from saying, they're not letting me do what I want, I need to leave.
2: Absolutely, definitely have to bend certain directions every once in a while, but then it comes back around where everyone's bending
0: for you. Uh you We're going to leave it right there for now. Next week, you'll hear more from Ryan Newell of Sister Hazel. We're changing it up a bit. You'll hear from British actor Jack Bannon. Hear all about the new series, Pennyworth, when we come back. We'll meet you back here on the Mulberry Lane Show right around the corner. I'm Beau, here with my sisters, Rachel and Allie. Taking you to break with Sister Hazel's mega hit, All For You.
3: Finally, I figured out, but it took a long, long time. Now there's a ton about Maybe
2: because I'm trying. There's been
1: times so, don't.
0: Rachel here, just want to give you a personal invitation to get in on more sister fun, music, and highlights from the radio show. You can head on over to our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, The Mulberry Lane Show. We love having you here, and we'd love to meet you over there for more positivity, creativity, and true connection like Albert, Albert Einstein. Creativity is contagious. Pass it on. Welcome back to the Mulberry Lane Show. I'm Beau, here with my sisters Rachel and Allie. Well, if you're a Batman fan, get ready. Pennyworth is the new series premiering this Sunday, July 28th at 8pm Central on Epics. It's all about Alfred Pennyworth. You know, Bruce Wayne's butler. Now, this series tells his backstory set in the 60s. and English actor, Jack Bannon, plays Alfred, and he's here now to give you all the deets of this dramatic and action-packed series. Welcome, welcome to the show,
3: Jack Bannon. Hey, how are you doing?
0: (laughs) Good. Good to have you on the show. So now you have to talk about the Alfred Pennyworth that you play in this series.
3: This series is set in 1960s London. It's a DC Comics 1960s London. It's 13 degrees weirder and darker than... Than the real london was and alfred in this incarnation is 26 years old he's been in the army for 10 years and we meet him just out of the army and thrust into civilian life okay. um he sets up a security business in london but he's t- so using his skills that he's learned in the army but trying to step away from violence okay. but this is a london that's sort of on the brink of civil war and a chance meeting with thomas wayne who is an American billionaire, obviously, who who is over doing some work in London, but very much a fish out of water in, in this dark London. That chance meeting and the fact that England is on the brink of civil war means that Alfred's drawn back into violence, even though he's trying to get away from it.
0: Okay. So now this is a very character-driven series. So, you know, when you yeah. arrived on set, you know, what was the description you were given? What were you told as far as what to bring to this part?
3: Well, we discussed a lot, you know, about previous Alfred and where we wanted to go with this one, with it being completely standalone. It, this isn't a prequel to anything, you know. It, okay. Obviously, it, it is in terms of characters from the canon, but we spoke a lot about it, and if there were any Alfreds that we were giving a nod to, it would be Michael Caine's Alfred, because he said, if I'm going to be a butler, he has to be ex-SAS, huh. which we explore a lot in this series. So he's definitely the one... So I wanted to give a nod to him through the performance, through voice and physicality and things okay. like that. We essentially built this Alfred from the ground up.
0: It had to be neat for you as an actor to kind of bring all the elements together to create this character and make it your own, really.
3: Oh yeah, it was great. I mean, the, the brilliant thing about this is that it's the first season and, and we're building a world. Um, so everything the fashion the music you know the cars every little detail was considered and we had a lot of conversations at a fantastic production designer mark Scruton, and he he did an incredible job at creating this world with us but it was also great as an actor to start layering on right all that is part
0: of you know everything that you do too you you take all that in oh
3: absolutely yeah 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 that's the thing you know and little things like you know how when you wear different clothes they make you move differently mm-hmm. and stuff like that so we did a lot of camera tests and a lot of um, wardrobe tests and things like that that eventually coupled with us looking at physicality and movement and stuff like that those are things as viewers scary. you
0: never think about those little details that go into this yeah well if you're just joining actor jack bannon star of the series pennyworth on epics is right here with you on the mulberry lane show I understand you almost did not audition for this part,
3: yeah, so um luckily, I did, but i was um I was due to go and see my parents who live a couple of hours outside of London, okay. and I read the breakdown for the for the role, and I thought I, I feel like I'm a little bit too young, and I hadn't worked for several months, and I was a bit disheartened by everything, and i I kind of thought, you know what well, I, I can't be bothered and then a friend of mine. Who I do my self tape auditions with another actor said, "Oh, I've got, I've got a tape. Do you mind helping me?" And I thought, "Oh, well, I better do this one as well." Okay. And uh, amazing that I did.
0: Wow! So, what did you do when you found out you got the part?
3: Oh, I went. I think I went to the pub with some friends <laughs> <laughs> and celebrated Perfect. long into the night.
0: <laughs> Perfect. So now this is the week before the premiere. What goes through your head? Because, you know, everyone's going to see it, you know, this Sunday night. So what is this week like for you?
3: Well, it's very, very strange. I mean, I'm, I'm in Los Angeles at the moment, um, ready for the premiere. and But we shot this thing in London. So okay. I, I got to go home at the end of every day and at uh, the weekends, And no one in the UK really, really knows about it um, because it's, it's a long way from coming out there yet. Okay. Um, So it was sort of our little secret in London. And then we come over here and there's billboards and we went to Comic-Con last weekend and that was crazy. So it's almost as if you've
0: entered this strange world in a way. Yeah, it
3: feels very much (laughs) like that. But we're ready to share it. We're ready, you Uh know. We really believe in it and it's it's time to rip the band-aid off and hope for the best
0: yeah because it's probably been a long time for you waiting for people to see your work basically
3: yeah 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 Uh
0: so now you'd be the perfect person to ask and on this show we like to share bits of advice and share bits of the struggle that we all go through and so many times whether you're in a creative field or no matter what field you're in you get to those points where you get down and discouraged with what's happening so it sounds like Mm. you were at the point where you were disheartened and you know the opportunities weren't coming so what advice would you have for someone who feels themselves right now in that kind of place
3: i think things will only get better but what i try and do you know as much as i look forward and and have ambition for for things in the future also look back and look at what you have already achieved Mm -hmm. and know that you know you just got to keep your head down and keep going and and keep knocking at that door and and someone will open it before long yes you've got something to say people will listen
0: Okay, I love that. And what do you hope people take away from this series?
3: Well, the desire for a second and a third and a fourth, really. <laughs> um, I love that I think, honesty. Yeah, well, um, I think that um, ultimately people will be will be surprised by how funny it is, how human it is at its core. I think they'll relate to it. Um, there's no tights and capes and lycra and stuff like that. You know, uh-huh. it's, it's a very character-driven drama that that people will be able to relate to. And I think I think people can take away from it, you know, Alfred's honesty, his ambition. Um, and we can all be a little bit more Alfred, maybe.
0: And his charm.
3: And his charm, <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> all right, well, Jack, thanks so much for joining the show. Enjoyed hearing all the behind the scenes, and we'll be watching this weekend.
3: Thanks a lot.
0: Jack Bannon as Alfred Pennyworth on the brand new series Pennyworth premiering Sunday, July 28th at 8 p.m. Central on Epics. Okay, guys, now it's time for our favorite part of the show, show notes, where we handpick the best pieces of advice from each guest on this episode of the show. Yes, and our intention with this is if you take just a bit of advice from people who have made their dreams come true, it just might save you some time along the journey to cut some corners and to have the right mindset that will propel you forward. We want that for you. So up first, you heard from Rain Neda of Canadian rock band, Our Lady Peace. Now he said, remember your creative brain is a muscle just like any other muscle in your body. It's there and you need to find ways to tap back into it. It takes work. For example, if you haven't run for 10 years and you go on a three mile jog, it's gonna hurt. And it's the same way with your creative side. It's not gonna be easy at first, but once you get moving it's pretty amazing what it does. So if you've been putting off that creative project, If you put something on the back burner, you've got to take the baby steps to get back into it. You won't regret it. And Rain also had a second bit of advice about how to parent and keep the rock and roll alive. Now, he tries to be structured, but he said there's a lot of creativity in his household. And he says, as a parent and as a person, creativity versus the critical thinking brain is always a balance. Now, his kids don't always go to bed at the same time, they go to different schools because they want to do what's best for each kid. So he says, even if how you parent looks different from other people, you've got to follow your instincts. And it's okay to be outliers so no matter how you parent follow your own creative passions because that gives your kids permission to do the same so follow your instincts here because that's rock and roll you said it rachel and next you heard from ryan newell of the band sister hazel now it took them 14 years to learn this next piece of advice when it comes to working with others ryan says you've got to let things go and pick your battles And he also said it's important to let the person who has the passion for the project lead. He said you've got to follow each other's strengths and sometimes you've got to bend certain directions for others, but then it always comes back around when everyone is bending for you. I love that, yeah. All right, Rachel, this next one's all yours. All right, well British actor Jack Bannon, who plays Alfred Pennyworth in the new epic series, Pennyworth, was feeling discouraged with the business in himself and almost passed up the audition. So his advice is, if you're feeling stuck and like giving up, you gotta remember that things will only get better. And as much as you look forward and have ambition, make sure you look back and realize how much you have already achieved. So he says you've got to keep your head down and keep knocking, someone will answer. If you've got something to say, people will listen. So keep at it, my friend, and that door might be ready to open. You never know when. All right, Mulberry fam, keep digging in, and we'll be here next week bringing you more inspiration and advice for your creative life. Bo, stay happy and stay blessed. Allie, don't forget to be awesome. Rachel, that's a wrap. Who's gonna find the missing piece and make this puzzle fit? Who's gonna miss the rocks ahead and Who's going to say the magic words to shake us from the dust? Who's going to say that it's going to come down to us? Who's going to find the treasure map and lead us to the gold? Who's going to give us answers to questions we don't know? Who prescribes the magic pill to fortify the trust? Who's going to take it?